Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is Lionheart. You're listening to Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet. Say my name, I'm history. Hi everybody, this is Stephen Wilson here from Eat Sleep Suplex Retweet and today I am joined by the number one contender for the ICW World Heavyweight Champion. He's one of the most respected men in professional wrestling in the UK, it's Lionheart. Lionheart, how are you doing mate? Very well, thank you very much, how are you? Yes, I'm very good and thanks very much for taking the time no to speak to us tonight. No so, obviously you spoke to <laughs> us in March this year on right before Baromania. Mm-hmm. One of the things I didn't actually get to talk to you at that point was one of the questions we asked all the guys is what actually got you into wrestling? It's just a kind of simple story to be honest. Uh, I was a wrestling fan when I was younger mm-hmm. and most people when they grow up they get to the stage they kind of grow out of it. Mm-hmm. I never did. Uh, I got to the point where I decided that that was ultimately what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I started looking up training schools, doing a bit of research. Um, and then that was how we got. That was it. Mm-hmm. How are you start training about? Was it about fifteen years ago or something? Yeah, uh, this will be approaching sixteen years now. I've been doing this year. Mm-hmm. So long time, too long. <laughs> that has never such things too long with it in this industry. Yeah, could argue with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As we've seen in America, you know they, they can go on for a while. Yeah. So obviously, as I said, we talked to you before Baromania, where you obviously took on Jackie Polo mm-hmm. again. And before that match, you spoke about how you were quite confident compared to how you are the, the time before that. <coughs> when you actually came out that night at the Badlands, because obviously the crowd was red hot, I was there, it was probably one of the most red hot crowds up until that point the company had ever seen. Did your feelings change confidence-wise when you came out, or were you pretty much just focused and in the zone for the match? No, I was very much in the zone. I was aware that it was going to be a hot crowd. Mm-hmm. And I went in with the same kind of confidence and mindset that you know I was. I, I knew I was kind of intending to go in with mm-hmm. the crowd that night. Where I think even in hindsight, looking back, there was something special. Mm-hmm. They were one of the best crowds I've had the pleasure of wrestling in front of. To be honest, regardless of what side of the fence they were, they were sitting on for, mm-hmm. for either guy, it was a. Yeah, it was a hot crowd. That one really adds to the kind of the, the confidence and the swagger and the excitement. So yeah, it was a, it was a good night. Like you even said, uh, Badlands is one of your favourite uh, venues to work at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just the venue in itself is historic. You know, so you put in like over a thousand rabid ICW fans, and it's, it's going to get good. Yeah, definitely. I would say it was actually a, a really good crowd. The crowd were they were hot for everything. There was, yeah. there was so much actually that came before that night as well. You had uh, Joe Coffey's return as well. So just kind of, everything just kind of added towards that match and it was in a nice wee spot as well with all the cards you know mm-hmm. so that's usually you usually find what well, I've found when I've watched it start, middle and main event tends to be your main ones I don't know you've been in the industry long, a long time kind of I think depending on the show content what happens is I mean the, 
the shows always start hot because the crowd's excited yeah. and they're ready to go. Sometimes uh, it can be a really long night for people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can get a bit tired towards the end. That's not always the case, and the ICW fans always, you know, kind of give us a hundred percent most of the time. But sometimes, it, you know, shows can lag a little bit. Maybe there's a lot going on. There's a lot of matches, and just sometimes it can feel like quite a long night. Mm-hmm. So you, you can find that at times the atmosphere. May, may dip mm-hmm. a little bit, uh, but you know, always comes back up at the, at the right times, and the crowd are always there for the mm-hmm. things. Yeah, obviously, you came out first that night. Mm-hmm. Now, you were standing in the ring, mm-hmm. and you look up at the ramp, yeah. and you don't exactly see the same Jackie Polo that you were expecting. What was your thoughts on the Just Justice when you first seen it? Because I don't know, I was in the crowd, and I was like, I don't know what's happening here. To be honest, that was my. When you guys first saw him, that was me first seeing him. Right. Um, I knew he would do something mm-hmm. because I just I know what he's like. <laughs> and he can't help himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was that was my first uh, vision of it. And when I saw it, I just I thought I just shook my head and smiled <laughs> and just thought I don't know why I'm surprised or what I expected anyway. So I knew I knew he would do something. Um, but yeah, when I saw it, I, I mean I knew obviously what he was going for the kind of. The piss tape of, of Jeff Jarrett, which uh, I mean, it was for all intents and purposes, it was it was entertaining. It obviously put a lot of effort into it. Couldn't deny him that, but mm. yeah, I just I just shook my head and smiled and thought no, I knew something. <laughs> I knew he would do something. Yeah, it was. You loved the mind games, didn't you? Uh, Aye, you know, he likes to get in your head, you know. And it does. you know, I didn't really again the cowboy gimmick, not one I really expected, but no, not at all. I mean, obviously, he built up to it quite a lot online mm-hmm. with these uh, Just Justice tweets and nobody really knew what it was about so I knew it was leading to something mm-hmm. uh, I, I definitely didn't expect him to come out like a, you know, a, a dressed in a, a big white cowboy outfit but uh, as long as he had fun you know, that's, that's all that matters I suppose now, even though it was a different gimmick it was the same kind of same guy in the ring, he didn't really change his style very much. Oh yeah, of... definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, the, the get-up was just about mind games, wasn't it? Once he was in the ring, he was there to do a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously there was the match itself, you know. <laughs> arguably some people did top, well, most people did top the one that he's put on years before it at the Barrowlands. Um, obviously, what was your thoughts on the match? Obviously taking the finish aside for now. <clears throat> uh, d- despite the, the ending, um, I, I, came away, I came away proud of the effort dare I say that we both put in. Mm-hmm. I think some fans will understand that we went into that match, we had a point to prove, mm-hmm. I think, based on the match that we kind of delivered years previously. So I came away content and happy that we had gone out there and we had delivered what we set out to do. Mm. Yeah, but obviously the finish wasn't really quite what you wanted, you know, you know, you that, that gave him a bit of extra momentum on you to go in two and all from I mean did it hurt more than the first time? My mindset was different the first time because my I was in a bit of self pity the first time because obviously I had come back from the and a lot of the fans had chosen to side with him and that was very on that night during that match um, so as much as the loss was you know uh, so to take from a, a professional standpoint the the crowd reaction I think got to me on a personal level mm-hmm. that night I went into this with a very open-minded I knew he would have his fans mm-hmm. uh, I knew I would have my fans so I knew it was going to be split so I wasn't I wasn't overly phased mm-hmm. by the crowd much in, in this occasion in terms of who they were supporting but 
to go into the match with the confidence that I had to then still come out without the win was, uh, yeah, it was hard to take. Yeah, because we spoke last time, obviously last year was probably one of the best years you'd had to date. Obviously in the ring, you'd come off that hot one at the Hydro with Van Damme and Zach Gibson, another guy killing it now and right now. Um, so obviously it was like maybe a case that you felt more like, obviously the first time you just came back, so it was maybe a bit of trial, trial enough for yourself, but this time you'd obviously came in on the back of a hot streak, you know? Yeah. I think in a lot of ways I went in expecting to. I think that was maybe a, a big part of the problem. Um, I was in great shape, I was delivering you know, matches and performances better than I'd, I'd ever done in my career, and I think I went in maybe I was too confident. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it didn't, didn't end how I wanted it to Yeah, and obviously, in the, in the couple of months that followed that, uh, the ICW fan base kind of saw what kind of looked like a bit of a downfall for yourself. You seemed to have kind of got quite down on yourself for the actual defeat. What was going through your mind in the months afterwards? I just didn't really know what direction I was going to go in. You know, I had put everything on that match in terms of this is this is the match I need to win, this is the guy I need to beat. And then obviously it didn't happen. I just, I suppose I was a bit lost. Mm-hmm. in terms of direction and where I was going to go. Yeah, because you described him previously as kind of like that one battle you had to get to to get yeah. to the ICW World Heavyweight Championship. So mm-hmm. obviously defeating him, uh, losing to him kind of felt like, well, maybe this yeah. it looked like it, you didn't know where, nothing else to go with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it did take, you, you got a bit of a, I think it's fair to say, you got slapped out of it a wee bit. Yeah. I, think a, I think that's fair to say. Yeah, uh, something like that. That's one more to describe it, yeah. Probably the, the hardest hit I've ever <laughs> One of the hardest hits I've ever experienced in my life. But yeah, obviously it did the trick. So, yeah. Shah seems like a guy would be quite good to have in a bar fight. Well, yeah, I would work and I can... Uh, well, actually, no, I can't tell you. But yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I'd, I'd imagine he would be. <laughs> now, I thought I'd ask you about this because this is one of the things that's been quite hot with you in the last few months. It's kind of round about this time. You got a change of theme music yes. in ICW. Did you get told, how much in advance did you get told that they were changing your music? <clears throat> uh, they told us, I'm trying to think what it was, it wasn't really a lot of time. Mm-hmm. We got told, you need to change your theme music. Everyone was, was told the kind of same thing. Um, so if you want to come into the office, we've got a music library here. You can have a listen. Uh, and you can you know you can pick one, but we right. need it done by this date. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think we had like maybe a week or two right. really to kind of. And at first, I was annoyed because I, I mean, I thought my music I had was a great fit for mm-hmm. me and, and what I did. So I came in and I think I sat for about two two and a half hours just flicking through songs. <laughs> and then obviously I got to, I got to this one and I thought, ah, that works. <laughs> I can, I can, I, that, that fits. I can work with this. I can work with this. So I did it, and it's. Uh, yeah, it's obviously caught on yeah, a little bit. There are, I think a lot of people say it's a mixed reaction to some of the music changes, but I think your one in particular yeah. was the one that sticks with a lot of people. And yeah. also credit to yourself on that one because you've obviously rolled with it. Yeah. You've now got the merchandise that comes off it. Yeah, you know? yeah. So you took it, took it and then went with, went with it, you know? You've so, got, yeah, you've got to run with it when it's there. But I mean, if it's uh, whether it's you know something about your character or your entrance or whatever it is, if it's hot mm-hmm. and the people are into it, then, you know, Run with it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just as old as half the roster. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that well, my song is more over than me, so that's. <laughs> <laughs> I know it is a crack theme tune, and obviously it is all over your new merchandise now, it which is, is available yes, on, it is, online. It is available, yes. I'm not going to lie, I've got, the, I've got one myself. <laughs> quite right, quite right. Wearing it in every show, you know. Obviously, I'm not wearing it now, I'm not that it's much of a fanboy. <laughs> <laughs> Came straight from the office and all that, so 
Obviously, then you got slapped out of it by Sharp. Mm-hmm. And it was a fan's vote, actually, that actually got you the face jacket again. Yes. Did you take that as a good, quite a good thing that the fans were willing to see you face him again? Initially, no, because I was still on my downer. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. But obviously, you know, once it kind of... I get slapped out of that and the, the match became more official. It was, you know, I thought, okay, well, yeah, here we go. One more, one more shot at this. And let's see if we can do this yeah. And it was quite good as well because you got to do it in a venue, putting not, not many other, not really wrestler, I think any wrestler had been in before, obviously the O2 Academy. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was a shame how yeah. the venue actually got changed because the company and yourself have had so many good moments there. Uh, what was your thoughts on the O2 Academy as a venue? Well, it was, it was very different uh, to what we expected. I think a lot of people went in kind of apprehensive. As you say, uh, ABC is you know, a venue we've been in for years. We've seen some great moments in there. So when the venue uh, change happened, for obviously, um, for those reasons, I think people were a little bit reserved, maybe a little bit disappointed. Mm. I think there was some concern about how the layout would be and just what it would look like. But... When you when you walked out and you just you seen the kind of set up, I mean the, the entranceway was fantastic. Oh, they did a great job on that. Massive amazing. HD screen and the, the way that it's it's set up. The you come out on the stage and then the ring is obviously on the floor, but then it levels up and mm. it appears. And you just see what appears to be an endless you know, array of people. And you just it was, the set up for it was pretty spectacular. It was a, it was a very different style of venue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a little bit more kind of old fashioned, but I thought it was it was really cool. Uh, it was a great experience to wrestle there and I look forward to doing it again. Uh, I don't know if it was probably one of the, the best venues I've actually been to. I was, as many people, was quite apprehensive about it because I was, O2 ABC was my favourite thing. I just thought the setup was great, you know. Yeah. I mean, even with the disco ball in the bottom. Yeah. You know, I still had, had something to it, but because you said there were so many tears, it was like any place you stood, you could see what was going on perfectly. Yeah. And I think as a fan, you well, I used to events obviously with most of them being standing. Yeah. Sometimes you don't get the actual view you would like, but everywhere you went, the view was brilliant, yeah, it was tiered and everything. So and there was loads of bars. Well that's always a bonus, isn't it? That is it, that's always a bonus. Perfect bonus. One on the left, one on the right, one on the back, you know, and there were there was never really many cues, so <laughs> it was a winner for me. But great thing for yourself was you and Jackie main event in night one. Yeah. Now I kinda look back and you main evented Fear and Logan 5 and you had that four-way match for the, for the championship but that was in the Classic Grand at a smaller venue yep. this was obviously a much bigger crowd mm-hmm. how did it feel to you to be chosen to main event such a big show like that? It was a pretty big deal um, obviously they did the double header so they had the, the world title match as the main event in the, in the night too but to have a match that for all intents and purposes isn't a title match mm-hmm. it's just it's just a match with a feud <laughs> to be given the responsibility of going into the main event on a, a show that you know the talent that's on the show and some of the matches mm-hmm. that we're putting on mm-hmm. to be put in the main event position it's I mean it's great it's a lot of pressure because mm-hmm. you really need to deliver and by the time you get to the main event the crowd's seen everything that they're going to see and again mm-hmm. I spoke about earlier sometimes it's a long night can be a bit tired mm-hmm. uh, so it, it definitely adds I think to the pressure mm-hmm. of going into the match but at the same time you know you're the main event so it's, it's a proper buzz yeah definitely uh, and obviously you connected most people's eyes delivered again and surpassed about you've had in the battles but what was your thoughts on this one and how this went as it was going on I think in terms of 
I mean, the match itself, obviously, the end result went a lot better for me this time. Oh, yeah. uh, crowd reaction wise, I would maybe argue, and this just might be to do with the acoustics of the venue, mm-hmm. I would argue maybe that the Barrowland crowd was slightly hotter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as, as a whole, um, as people ask me which of the two matches I prefer, mm-hmm. and I can't pick it mm-hmm. because I think. I think they both delivered in their own right, but for kind of different reasons. Mm-hmm. I think they were both really good matches. I'm proud of both matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, it's difficult for me to, to pick what one. Mm-hmm. Well, the second one is the one. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Finish to that match in particular. <clears throat> a lot of fans draw back on that one and think it's one of the better finishing sequences they've kind of seen. Yeah. Uh, you kicking out the Styles Touch. That was that was something else. I mean, did you see when you were putting the stage clash off? And did you kind of think he's just trying to rub it in? I was prepared for it. Right. There's nothing he won't do mm-hmm. to stop me. Mm-hmm. So I got to the point. As much as he won the match at you know Baromania, mm-hmm. he, he knew I was going into this with all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So he was he was going to need to pull something out of the bag. Yeah. To stop me a second time. So. I didn't go in knowing for a while that I was going to do it, no. I, I was prepared for it. Yeah. I think that moment when you got up, up from that one, as you said, the Badlands crowd was hot throughout, but I think the moment that you got up from that one, on the one count, yeah. the crowd just it's erupted, you know? Definitely one of the biggest reactions I've probably had mm-hmm. in my entire career. Yeah. And obviously, pretty much hit every move in your, all your moves in your arsenal and got the cut Yeah. And, I can perfectly describe the way it was because on the podcast we have kind of got this 50-50 thing between yourself right. and Jackie Polo and uh, at the Battlelands the Jackie Polo one to myself as one of the Lionheart guys ripped us to shreds <laughs> so I don't know if you maybe noticed this you can obviously see us in ice demand but the moment that you win that match five of us in the crowd just join in and do this big massive bouncy just, in a, just huddled round and about in this big we were going absolutely right, okay. bonkers <laughs> obviously you didn't think you see that but it was, it's something you have to see really. trust me we kind of just got sucked in with the moment but that's what it's all about mm-hmm. that's what it's all about so good I'm glad mm-hmm. I'm glad so yeah so you obviously you finally got to beat him mm-hmm. did you kind of think you overcame that hurdle that final hurdle at long last and how, how did that feel to finally do that yeah I thought I mean that, that was a big kind of weight off my shoulders really in general I thought right I can just I can move past this I can put this guy mm-hmm. in the rear view mirror I don't need to deal with him again mm-hmm. and this is I know where I'm going mm-hmm. put my, my sights firmly set on the next goal yeah she came out the, the night after it yeah. and declared that you wanted to face made the winner, intention very clear the winner of that match which at the time you thought was either going to be DCT or Stevie yeah but we'll come to that in a wee minute until the first fight before I go to that one I kind of want to talk about Kind of since that match, you've kind of faced a few guys that you've never really faced in an ICW ring before. Mm-hmm. The likes of uh, Adam Maxted, you obviously faced uh, Ashton Smith pretty recently. Yeah. You've got to face a lot more fresh faces over the last few months. And I've heard a lot of people actually say that I've not seen a bad Lionheart match in 2018. You kind of take it uh, that down a lot to the guys you're facing, mm-hmm. being able to face a lot of these fresh guys. Obviously, no disrespect to the other guys, but is it good to kind of face a lot more new faces in the up and coming scene? Yeah, definitely. I mean, 
mean, some of the guys have been facing are, are pretty hot in their own right. Like Ashton Smith, he's mm-hmm. part of NXT UK at the moment, which is obviously doing massive things. Uh, Adam Maxted is, I mean, he's absolutely everywhere. Oh, Just yeah. now, he was a big part of the, the relaunch of WS on ITV. Uh, and he's, he's, he's quite well known for his kind of reality TV show appearance uh, and things like that as well. So it's. It's good for me to go in there and test myself against different people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and show that I can go against a variety of different opponents. And it's not just about going out and kind of, you know, wrestling almost to kind of the same old people and the same old matches. And throw yourself in there with someone that's kind of rarely seen up this end of the country and all of a sudden it becomes a lot more interesting and engaging for the fans. Mm-hmm. So if you can then deliver good matches uh, from that, it's, yeah, everybody wins. Yeah, definitely. And they were both fantastic matches. They also, they also have a good one with Ray as well, actually. I thought it was, was again, it's something different. Yeah. You know I mean, again, it's, it's people, it's one of those kind of ones that the match graphic goes up and people look at it and think, huh, that, that's different. That may be good. Mm-hmm. But they don't really know. So the, the curiosity gets them and they want, they want to see it. And that's, I think that's what, uh, a lot of what ICW was trying to achieve with us. Sometimes curiosity sells tickets, you know. So it's a good approach. Now, obviously, you declared that you wanted to fight for the ICW World title, but you did have, you did have to earn that against BT. Mm-hmm. But obviously, before that, you kind of felt confident you were going to face the champ. Now, at that point, it was DCT. Yeah. What was your thoughts <clears throat> when then DCT was to lose it to Jackie Cole? Was it one of those ones you think, not him again? I was annoyed because I didn't see it coming. Do you know what I mean? I think most people seen it um, coming initially when they when they when they turned on. I don't know. I don't know why. Like when it happened, I just thought, of, of course he's done that. Mm-hmm. You know, of course he's done that. Mm-hmm. Well, his words actually were it was like it was no disrespect to DCT, but yeah. it was he took the office easy boy, but he was just mm-hmm. there to kind of he was just taking out his misery mm-hmm. you know. So, so yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I was. Shock when it happened, but then when I kind of processed it in hindsight, I just thought, why has nobody seen this, seen this car? Of course that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. Of course that's what he's done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And obviously, the he did pick up the win because he is now the champion, you yeah. know. And uh, kind of now with that one, he's got uh, an extra body in tow now. Yeah, and, uh, I didn't see that one coming, definitely not. And Coach Trip, you mean, that's, that's obviously something going to the Hydro you're going to have to keep an eye out for, as we kind of see at the recent garage dating where yep. he appeared in the crowd and caused a sort of distraction that obviously led to you losing to Ashton Smith. Yeah. But at least kind of, you're, kind of, you're kind of wary of it now, which is a... I know he's there. I know he's there. I'm sure he'll make his presence known mm. and you know make himself a factor in the match if he can. But yeah, I know he's there, so mm. we'll see. Yeah. But probably something you maybe never really seen coming at that point was uh, no longer Chris Justice, now back to Jackie Polo where he kind of went with that, you may have beat Just Justice, but you've never beat Jackie Polo, and to say he kind of hit you with a cheap shot, mm-hmm. I think might be an understatement on that one. Did you see the Just Justice going away at this point, or did you think that was going to back into the mind idea? No, I just thought he would keep doing it, because in my mind I thought, this guy thinks he's annoying me with this, so he's just going to keep doing it. Um, but he's obviously, he's obviously switched gears mm-hmm. a little bit, whether that, that's because uh, I beat him as just justice and he doesn't feel that that's who he needs to go into the high glass, I don't know, but uh, no, I can't say I saw that coming to be honest. Hmm. And does that does that change your approach in any way? Or are you still going in with the exact same mindset now? It's just obviously it's the same right he's the same guy at the end of the day behind the gimmick, you know. It just makes me more determined to battle him, to be honest. <laughs>
Morning. Well, we've seen your reaction after, obviously, when you got back up and doing that at Gary Show, you were determined to get to him. But obviously, you're facing him, and it's going to be at Fear and Love in the Living. Yes. It's going to be at the Hydro again. Now, last couple of years, you've had some great great matches and great memories from the Hydro. Obviously, you got to take on RVD. Yeah. I know you're a big fan of RVD, but this time, you're again going to be main eventing. You're going to be main eventing, and it's obviously at the Hydro. How does it feel to be main eventing such an arena? I don't think it's been yet. To be honest, the Hydros in the arena, the events that the Hydros seen, the, the wrestlers that have stepped foot mm-hmm. in that building, um, even just as a part of ICW, I mean, this is a building that's had guys like Finn Balor and Kurt Angle and RVD and Rey Mysterio, they've all been in this building performing under you know the ICW banner. So to go back to that venue mm-hmm. as part of the main event is just... How do you prepare for that? It's such a big crowd, you know. Yeah. Obviously, the, the first one obviously had 6,000 people. Mm. You probably get something up for that. Bit. I'm not obviously sure the exact mm. figures. But just to have that amount of people cheering, you know. And with kind of the, the set up a bit different this year as well, there's going to be a lot There'll be a lot more seats around it as well. So yeah, I think I think, that, yeah, I think they're kind of pressing the, kind of the seated thing in general. I think that's been a popular mm. choice for, for fans. Uh, as a, again, it goes back to sometimes it's a long night. I think some people prefer standing, but there are. values will be absolutely top notch. The card is. The card is mental when you Wait. look at the card so far from top to bottom. Queen of Insanity match, yeah. TLC match, yeah. uh, James Storm's obviously going to be there. Mm-hmm. There's so much actually, there's so much going yeah. on in that. Coffee night. versus coffee. Oh, that yeah. and an ICW stage has been a long time coming. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's pressure to follow a match like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just, it's, even you just listen to the ones, you kind of think, yeah. well, don't you know how I can yeah, yeah. follow that one, you know, so it adds a bit of extra pressure. Uh, something that potentially also add a bit of pressure is. The record of Fear and Loving is a bit mixed, Okay. but one thing Jackie, we've also, I've also spoke to Jackie in the last week, and he's he's pretty much saying about his undefeated streak at Fear and Loving, his exact words, he is the undisputed match fighter right. in ICW. How, would you, how do you react to him saying that, and that record that he's got? You're only, as, far, as far as I'm concerned, you're only as good as your last match. And the last time I was in the ring with him, I beat him. So that's all I'm focused on. So, you know, it's great to talk about what we've done in the past, but I, I don't care what he did a year ago, or two years ago, or three years ago. It's, it's not relevant. There isn't even singles matches. We've done it with his tag team mm-hmm. So, he can talk about prize match fighting all he wants. It's, I'm going in with one goal and I'm Maybe with that goal, uh, I'm leaving and I'm not coming back. Yeah, that's a bit of going to come back on you. You decided to put essentially your career yep. on the line, which is also something he actually commented on. He called you putting your career on the line cringe, and all he sees with that now is a reckless, desperate, unprofessional challenger who seems determined and crazy to try and prove he's better than him. How accurate is that statement? It was the one thing I could offer him mm-hmm. that would make him mm-hmm. put the belt on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, I couldn't force him to step in the ring with me. I knew he wasn't going to be in a hurry to do it. Mm-hmm. The whole point of him double-crossing his mate mm-hmm. and taking the, the world title was to stop me getting it. So he wasn't going to be in a hurry to jump in the ring with me. Uh-huh. So this is the one thing that I know he wants. And if I can't meet him and I can't be the ICW world champion, there's, there's nothing left for me to do here. Yeah. Now... 
I'm going to talk hypotheticals with you at the moment because obviously this yep. could be one of the last interviews you do if things don't go well at the time. If that is the case, how would you look back on your career? Because obviously you've done so much, you're probably one of the most decorated UK wrestlers there is, you know. I'll always wish I'd done some things differently. Mm. Uh, made some great memories, made some great friends. Mm. It's, it's a lot of fun, there's been a lot of hard times. Mm. Um, and there's, there are things I would change, but all in all, if I lose, I'll walk away content with what I've done. Mm. Um, and I'll walk away content that I did my part for Scottish wrestling. Mm. Is there, is there anything in particular that you wish you would have done? Maybe maybe years, years prior? I wish I'd got it sooner mm. in my head. Uh, I wish... Hindsight's a wonderful thing. I wish I knew then what I know now. Mm. Um, I wish... At the time, as I was growing up and doing wrestling, I always convinced myself I was doing my best. Mm-hmm. I was trying my hardest and doing everything I could to you know, make it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you get to I'm nearly 36, and I look back and I realise uh, I was hardly bothering my ass, to be honest. Uh, there's so much more I could have done mm-hmm. physically and, and mentally. It was just, and again, it's hindsight. If I'd known then what I know now, maybe things would have been very, very different. But I can't, I can't uh, grumble. Or, be bitter or sad about where my, my career has ended up or the direction that I've went in. Uh, the position I'm in now, I'm massively fortunate. Mm. I get to still do this, which is quite frankly something I shouldn't be doing, mm. um, considering the injury I had. So, you know, again, hindsight, isn't it? Uh, mm. Maybe I would have done things differently, but I can't complain with where I'm at. Yeah, and suppose when you say that the neck injury probably changed so much for you just to even be able to walk again, walk, let alone wrestle, yeah. you know, so it kind of gives you that different mindset on the industry and that kind of stuff. And you've, you've done, you, you do so much, obviously, you've got uh, the GPWA, you've got the uh, Pro Wrestling Elite, you know, you've got such a great business acumen for business. I mean, I got that close hand from you when you spoke to me about the business of wrestling recently as well, mm-hmm. so you are dedicated to the industry, which is always good as well, but you see, you just said in that interview as well, you, you've also got other jobs, you've got your fat, you've got life, you yeah. hug. You know, yes. <laughs> so there is there is lots of there, but obviously would you kinda take the saying that in the view that you're happy with where you are with your other commitments? Yeah. If you want to be actually wrestling, would you take the, the PBWE stuff forward a bit more or are you ha- are you still ha- you still be happy with that where it's at? I would try I mean the shows that I run between that and the school, I mean that's probably enough to keep me involved to the, the point where I would, you know, I would con- continue to be happy and content. Uh, I, I may look to you know, progress and run more shows or expand out of the, the area that I promote in. Obviously as far as the school goes, we've just opened up at a second school even back here. So, yeah, there's, I mean, there's always room for building and expanding and moving forward, so yeah, who knows what the future will be. Mm-hmm. That just had its first uh, set of classes. Yeah, just, just, yeah, yeah, just Sunday there with uh, Red Lightning. Yeah. Aye, he seems to be the guy that's kind of lot to drive that one. He's, he yeah. spoke to us about it uh, a few weeks ago when he was just launching it as well, and he seems really determined to hit. No, it is definitely. He's definitely the. I, I would guess the the kind of mind driving force behind the GPWA. He does as much as we're more involved in the kind of physical training aspect. He's very much you know behind the scenes and driving the kind of business side of things. And he works very hard. He does a lot. 
Yeah, definitely. He's a very hard working man. Obviously, when he is also he's, he's training as well. He's been training to get back in the ring. He is. He's, he's had a he's had oh, that match up. He had that one with uh, Wolfgang yes, in the ring. So he's uh, so sure. I think that was a test in the water, and I think uh, he came out feeling okay. So yeah, it's going to be an interesting 2019. I think. He's done a couple of weeks as well in Aberdeen. Uh, you know, that's yeah. that's that'll be an interesting one as well. He's going up to Aberdeen. A lot of highs on that. I look forward to watching that myself, actually. Yeah. Have you done, have you wrestled much in Aberdeen at all, or is this one of this? To be honest, I used to wrestle quite regularly. I didn't for a long, long time, and then I was actually there a few weeks ago for a company called WrestleZone. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I was up there for them. So this is me going back up for ICW. So out with that, ordinarily no, but strangely, this will be my second visit and I'll come on. Yeah. And there's quite a good. So we up there for the rest. They do. They what? do very well in that area in general. Um, passionate wrestling fans, so it should be a really, really good show. There's actually a lot of guys from Aberdeen that come down to Glasgow. Yeah. For ICW shows, so I think the fact that they've now got a show. Ah, it's a trend and, as well. It's a stacked card as well. Gangrel's going to be there. I know. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> Gangrel and Jack Jester, what more do you want in life? I know, and Sugar Bear's done that too. One, yeah. of the, one of the hottest guys in the circuit right now. But going back again to Morgan, talking about this one. This one. What's your prediction? You just you're gonna go in there, focused as you were in the last two encounters, just get the job done. That's the plan. Um, I'm not gonna sit here and say that's 100% what's happening because I know that experience it might not go how I want it to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, I'll leave with my head tail tied. Mm-hmm. You got any surprises in store, anything big coming up, you know, some people like a big entrance in these big shows. No. You know, you're not really a big entrance man. He will. Oh, he will. Yeah. Absolutely no doubt in my mind. Uh, but you know, that's that's his priority. He would he would rather do that and try and in my head. I would rather just walk to the ring with thousands of people singing my theme music and get in and you don't need, you don't really need anything else when you've got that thing. God damn the nice. what's gonna be amazing. Uh, really looking forward to that. To that right? Really looking forward to that now. So quickly before we finish it, I'll choose to play fashion, couple some quick fire questions. So yep. I'll give you a couple of options, just say the first thing comes to head. Okay. So just quick on first uh, Rock or Austin? Rock. I guess I don't know why I asked that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, night in or night out? Right out. Ah, of course. These are getting these are too easy. Trish or Leah? Oh, Trish. Mm, interesting. Uh, Cody or Omega? Omega. Uh, Xbox or PS4? Oh, not a gamer at all. I'll say Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I do have an Xbox for my Netflix, but that's all I use it. Hey, we'll go with that one. That's better, <laughs> okay. that's better than nothing. Uh, Favourite wrestling pay per view of all time? Uh, SummerSlam 2002, I think. Rock Brock. That one, hell of a card. Hell of a match. Angle Rock. Yeah, full card, man. Full card. Absolutely brilliant one. Your dream opponent that you've never faced? I always say the Rock, but I'll say, because I've just said the battle ready with Rock Austin, Chris Jericho. Ah, great choice. A lot of Jericho fans in there that listen to us. Uh, Your favourite tag team of all time? Oh, that's a hard one. (laughs) Thank you, Patty. Oh, Oh, you need to go to the film. What about in America? Uh, Of all time? Aye. Damn. They'll appreciate it though, they'll appreciate it. I've been watching this too long. Maybe the Legion of Doom. Oh, yeah, that's a fine choice. You can't even be poor on with them. And finally, um, your favourite active wrestler worldwide now? Active now? Yeah. Oh, Chris Jericho. He's still the man, isn't he? Oh, he's still going strong, mate. Ridiculous. Any man that can sell out cruise ship on wrestling. I know. know. It's absolutely phenomenal. I think it's probably the best he's been in years as well. I know, he's just, he's got this incredible knack to just keep himself. 
almost like the number one player. It's crazy. And it can still, still in amazing shape, can still, can still go. It's just it's ridiculous. He's a testament to what absolutely is. What you absolutely can do. is. He's the man. He is the man, absolutely. A lot of people will be pleased to hear that. So, yeah, that's the last of those quick fire questions. So, again, thanks to yourself, Lion Hunt, no for joining us. So, if you want to hear this and any more of interviews, please subscribe to us on Anchor, Spotify, and iTunes. Uh, obviously, you can catch Lionheart at 311 at the SSE Cathedral. We've also got some uh, pro wrestling elite shows coming up as well towards Christmas time. Do, yes, December 15th from the Citadel on air. Tickets online. Right and same as well, you're also on uh, Preston City Wrestling at the moment. Yes, CCW on next time there, I believe December 29th. Down there. Which is on t- it's on TV as well. Yeah, it's well. On, uh, Follow- Thursdays or Saturdays. It follows on from uh, TNA Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So uh, on the Fight Network. So everywhere on TV just now. Rev Pro on TV as well. Yeah, it's all happening. Aye. Wrestling's the place to be. It's 2018 going into 2019. Is. So again, thanks for taking time. Pleasure, mate. And Thank uh, you very much. yes, we'll see you later. Say my name, I'm Listen, cunts, I don't care what the. F- you think you're doing, whatever you think is more important with your life, you honking bag of d- tips. You know what you should be doing? You should be going online, you should be subscribing, you should be listening to the back catalogue of Eat, Sleep, Suplex, Retweet, whatever the f*** you're doing, that's what you should be doing. I don't care if it's your mum's birthday, I don't care if she's feeling contractions, get on it right now! Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.